Garzo and Catone. I think, I think, listen, listen, hold on. When I say, would you have caffeine today? What the hell is that up Presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Studio 42 Design, and Corso Law Group. Now for the real deal New England field, Corso and Catone. Welcome into Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. I'm Corso. Catone is here. Joe is in the booth, and you're watching us on YouTube, listening on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or hey, wherever you podcast, and uh, you can listen to us live on Podbean right now. And give us a call on our heated hotline, 855-313-PATS27. Leave us a message. Anything is on the table. Want to hear from you, 855-313-7287 in this festive holiday season mark everything right i mean we joe what does joe what does he have on joe for those of so those of us that are listening on podbean or ihot what does he have on what are you wearing oh let's chill oh come on this is the best this is the best character out of all all the the, you know those abominable rudolph the abominable snow (laughs) snow monster this Watch dude, that. Yeah. the best, you know? So, yeah. and that's just, that pretty much, you know, sums up how we feel about the, about the Patriots, right, Mark? We're ready to like, we're chomping at the bed, wanting to like, yeah. you know, chew it up and spit it out. That's how bad it it, it seems. So, uh, gentlemen, nice week. Good week. Everybody good? Yeah. yeah everyone to go. It's the holidays. They're going to week before, you know? I know. It's crazy. So listen, we got a good one, a packed one today, uh, in, in, uh, Pats Nation, we're going to welcome in Pats Nation. We're going to have a recap of that Cardinals game, including Mac Mania, Coach's Corner, and uh, our Sunday or Monday stiff in that case. Uh, and in Pats Preview, we're going to talk about that Raider game tomorrow as the Patriots stay out west and uh, move over to Vegas to take on the Raiders in what probably is a must-win uh, situation. And Mark and I will have all of our offensive and defensive keys to victory as well as our predictions. And we're going to look ahead a little bit at the Cincinnati game on uh, Christmas Eve, talk a little bit about that. And of course, stick around because we're going to have Catone's comments. You never want to miss that. And uh, going to make you some money in Sunday spread. We're going to be festive and we're going to give gifts to you and have our locks of the week. So uh, gentlemen, are we ready to go with Pat's Nation? Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's get into it, Joe. Are you ready for the past nation? The only real deal Patriot post game show. And now, Corto and Catone. Welcome into the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game recap uh, worth watching. 27-13, the Patriots beat the Cardinals on Monday Night Football this past Monday night. Uh, and, uh, Mark, you're, you know, I, I'll give you my impressions because I was there, you know, and as why you don't said. You go, why don't you go first because you were there, so. Well, well, like you said, you know, when you're at the game, it's it's different, right? I mean, you get yeah. to see some things that when they cut the commercial or, or different camera angles, you don't you don't see. And Mock mentioned this when he was at the Tennessee games a few weeks back. Um, and my impressions are: if you thought this offense was dysfunctional, you should see it live. Okay, you should see what's going on. If you have any clue as to what you're looking at, and you know, I, I don't know that I do, but 
it's it's <laughs> honestly the, the motioning the gesturing to the sidelines for mac jones matt patricia kind of on his own sometimes staring at that sheet like he's looking at a denny's menu and like <laughs> he doesn't know it, it's it's and, and and the back and forth and yelling at the sideline mark this is um this is as dysfunctional as i've seen an offense in football in years yeah. not just the and patriot not, years no. And it's not fixable, right? So so you're going to have to get through the rest of the season with this dysfunction because it's not fixable. And it's just, you know what? Really, Chris, I noticed Monday night, and we'll get into it when we get into the breakdown of the game. The most basic, fundamental pass protection schemes on that interception, Chris, yeah, yeah. it was a bad throw. I get it. But... Well, it was tipped, though. It was tipped in... You've got the guy that came off the edge, Chris, was a big guy with speed. And you had Hunter Henry trying to pick him up. Well, the guy blew right into Jones, knocked knocked him off balance, balls tipped. But the the pass protection on that in the scheme, Chris, on who was supposed to block what and who, I I don't even understand how they could come up with that. It, It was so bad. So I think you're right. Our takeaway from that game is just the offensive dysfunction is appalling. Appalling. Yeah, and we're going to get to Mac Mania right now, but you know what? I'm done being an apologist for this freaking coaching staff. Yeah, at first, at the beginning, see, I said, is an OC really going to lose a game? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I I, I never thought I would see something like this in in the NFL or any any level of football, and it's, it's, it's pretty bad. But you know what? Let's get into Mac Mania. Let's see how we did, Joe. Media. 24 of 35 for 235 yards, uh, one interception, no touchdowns, um, was sacked once in the game. So, I mean, he wasn't sacked all that much. Um, and I remember the play. It was down towards their goal line, right, when, you know, our own end um, when he was sacked and there was a guy coming free up the center. But – what do you think, Mark, about how he played? Chris, I'm going to be honest with you. Because of the dysfunction and the horrific play of that offensive line, I don't necessarily think he really played that bad, considering. I mean, a lot of times he's dunking down. He's throwing the ball quickly. He, he, he You know, people say, well, he's not throwing the ball downfield. Well, Jesus Christ, if you watch that game Monday night, how how is he going to throw the ball downfield with that pass protection? I mean, yeah, maybe there was a couple of times he could have went downfield, and he chose not to, okay? But, Chris, I mean, I don't think considering as poorly as that offensive line right now was constructed, I know we got injuries, and I know guys are out, and, and I get it, right? Yeah. But as bad as that offense was, I didn't think Mac Jones played bad, given probably a B. No, I didn't. And, and I think as the weeks pass, um, I'm starting to heap less, I would say less responsibility for this on him than than I am the coaching staff and again some of the the injuries the offensive line I mean Trent Brown looks like he doesn't even want to be there oh my god you know what I mean and they're still playing behind the you sticks. know what He's just drive him take a put him in the back of a pickup truck drive him into the back yeah. of, a, of like a, a a Burger King or something and just leave him there and let him eat himself into oblivion until he passes out I mean can't right. they can't they can't they like bribe him with some ding dongs or, or, or Twinkies or something? I don't know, Chris. Get him it's, to play it's, better. It's unbelievable. I mean, but you know, penalties with him. But no, I, I didn't think it was all that bad. I mean, the sack 
you know, I, I, I don't I don't know to look at the sack and say, well, that was on him. Um, guys couldn't get open downfield. I will say this, watching this, okay, on that sack, uh, or, or one of them where he was moving around. See, this is the benefit of being there, okay? He's rolling out. He's moving around outside the pocket, and nobody, Mark, nobody's coming back to him. Nobody's peeling off and going downfield. None That's of the receivers are doing anything to help him on the move when he's on the so, move. So, Chris, is that on the coaching or is that on the just a common sense? You're an NFL uh, you, receiver. You've done this your whole life. Shouldn't they be smart enough on their own to come back to the quarterback? Uh, even Boo Patricia is 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 telling these guys what to do on a scramble drill. Right? You know, and, and you either peeling off and you're getting open downfield or you're coming back to them. There's something. I mean, they know what to do. They're just not doing it. I mean, and you can't see that on TV. You know, you can't see what the what the receiving core is doing down the field. Man, he's running around back there, and nobody's nobody's moving. And this poor bastard's on an island over there. And so, yeah, after seeing it live, I put less on him and than everyone else. And and like you say, I mean, he's just there's just a level of frustration that you see in him. Um, and, and he's and he's you know what he's being a good soldier, isn't he? Though there he is, he absolutely is. And Chris, that level of frustration. Listen. I don't care what anybody says. It's going to affect your play. How does it not affect your play? It has to. It has to affect your play. The play calling. He doesn't like, you could tell, he doesn't like the play calling. He doesn't like, you know, what is what his receivers are doing or not doing. The offensive line's atrocious. And, and, even, and even with the offensive line as bad as it is, and we'll talk about this in Coach's Corner, but like, so no, I, I don't think he played that poorly. I think he got the ball down the field more, like you said. Yep. That long pass to Hunter Henry was that 39-yard touchdown um pass. And it was beautiful. I mean, he looked off. You know, he that wasn't, I don't know that that was his first read, but he I looked somebody off and then boom, came back, moved and that safety a little, and then boom, came back down the field to it. Which you call it, Chris, in, in his his synopsis of the game this week, Scott Zolak. In, 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 and of course, he does the radio for the Patriots. And, and he said that at some point, you have to throw the ball down the field to Thornton, somebody. But he used Thornton as the example. He said, and I don't care if he's not open. Throw the ball as far as you can and let this kid with 4-2 speed see if he can run under the goddamn ball. Right. <laughs> and if it's incomplete, it's incomplete. Right? If it's That's picked, right. it's picked. He understands that, but you got to try to spread the field. Otherwise, Chris, teams are just going to play that that what Buffalo did against you. They're gonna they're gonna drop the safeties back there, and because there's no threat at all of any deep throw, you yeah. got to at least give them the the, the appearance of hey, yeah, we're gonna try it. They don't even try it. Yeah. And so Mac Jones is frustrated. The guys are frustrated. They're behind him. They got his back, I think. And uh, so, like Mark, you're talking about moving to the rest of the offense. I mean, look, obviously it starts with the offensive line. We keep talking about the offensive line. They're not good. They're injured. The, the, the guy's in and out of the lineup. Wynn has, has been invisible. He's hurt. You know, Brown doesn't seem to care. Kajust has been hurt. I mean, it's just across the how board. Did, how did Strange look, Chris? Uh, I mean, you were five. You know, he looked okay. There were times that there were times that there was some communication issues, and I don't know if that was due to what was going on on his on his with the with the tackle on his side, and I don't know, you know, if, if how much of that was Andrews, um, but he's 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 a rookie. Like he plays yeah. like a rookie. I mean, there are times yeah. that he gets out and and nice job in the run game, but then you'll see in the pass game. 
he won't slide where he's supposed to slide to pick that guy up coming through. He'll he'll choose wrong. I think. I mean, you know, I don't know what the call is. I don't know what the protection scheme is. You know, I don't know if the the, the tackle is supposed to be sliding inside on some of these. But no, but I think he, it's been uneven. He has a lot of potential, though, Chris. Yeah, he does. Still, with the I- right coaching, with the right coaching, not with the offensive line coach we have listed as the offensive line no. coach, right? No. So the offensive line's a, a problem, but the receivers, Mark. I mean, look, okay, so Paco goes out of this game. I mean, and he's not, and Pac is not playing this week either. No, I mean, you got the injury report looking at um, – well, the guys they listed out was unless today it changed, but Mills is out, Parker's out. You're right, Parker is out, and uh, Win is out right now. We don't know about Jacoby Myers yet. He's still questionable. Ramondre Stevenson limited. returned to practice yesterday, so that was yeah a limited. Sign. So limited. why would he come back if he wasn't? You know, now maybe they'll they'll hold him a little bit and see. Yeah. Now what the hell are you holding him for? Go, oh, you got to win this game. You know. Yeah. But anyway, so the receivers, Mark. I mean. You know, the leading receiver, the two of them were Aguilar and Bourne, and Aguilar was perfect, five for five. Bourne, uh, I'm sorry, Bourne was five for five. Aguilar had 10 attempts and 10 targets, five receptions. I, look, and he coughed up the ball, but it wasn't a fumble, really. I, you know, again, with that slant, when somebody comes up behind them, and it's You're like, just not a – you just – you can't stand him. No, I mean, you, and you've talked me into that because yeah. he's just horrible. Yeah. I mean, I, he's Born, Chris, they finally money. put him on the field, and he gave you a little something, right? He always does. Yeah. He always does. So, I mean, yeah. you, you know, you, you're looking at a situation this week where, it's, you know, you're going to be hopefully Jacoby Myers, Bourne, right? Thornton. Yeah. Well, I mean. So you got, well, the tight ends, Chris, too. I mean, you got Henry, who, who, who Aguilar, they incorporated sorry. last week. Aguilar, yeah. you got Henry and Janu Smith. You want to want to waste still, the contract? But again, it's Mark. It's still only out of the twenty-five. It's still only five attempts to both guys. Three attempts the to Hunter ends. Henry, yeah. and two of them to to Janu Smith. Janu Smith. Do you want to talk about a waste of money? Oh, good lord. Well, I mean, you know the problem. The problem that I have with saying that is, yep. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is because... Well, you had McDaniels last year, Chris, and he couldn't get in, involved yeah. in the offense. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I, I, I mean, don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe we can't make a fair... You know, it, 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 it's know. so Maybe. weird. It's such a weird, friggin' screwed-up thing, Mark, because when I look at this and I'm like, okay, so you don't have the eggs to go down the field, right? Yeah. You know, you you you, you play... You, you're, you're, coaching, you're coaching offense like a defensive coach, okay? Yeah. Which is what they're doing, you know? And so you don't have the eggs to go down the field. So then why not throw to your tight end? Why are you throwing Aguilar 10 times then? Why isn't the ball going to the tight end? I don't under, Why aren't they rub routes for the tight ends? I see, Mark, you know what? I see none of that crap going on. No. None of it. I, Chris, it's almost like it's almost like a peewee football offense. It's It's horrible. When I it's say bad. rub routes, I mean I say rub routes. You go like two wide, and you bring those two guys across the middle, and you drag out the, you you drag out the tight end. You're doing rub, you're running you're running you know? rub routes in high school, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, I don't understand it. And I'll tell you what, if they go lateral, oh my god, I you know so, so offensively, look, I mean, now they got Stevenson, the rookie, the rookie running backs look pretty good. They looked okay. Yeah, they looked bad. Yeah, they looked you know they looked mean? okay. They looked okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the rookies are playing better. They're playing. They, they they're looking like they're justifying their draft picks. And Marcus Jones, man, yeah, 
Listen, I liked him coming out of the draft. I told you that. I told you I had no problem with him being drafted in that yeah. position because I thought he was a player. Um, but they're finally starting to incorporate him into all aspects. Offense. Yeah. They're putting him a little bit on offense, special teams, defense. The kid's a player, Chris. He's an athlete. Jesus Christ. It's about time you drafted a goddamn athlete. You've He's been dead. screaming that for how many years? Maybe you should do that at the linebacker position. What do you think? <laughs> oh, and they, that would be nice in this nice holiday season. They can maybe right. next get a, get a, get a freaking linebacker. Open that box up. But and flipping and talking about Marcus Jones and flipping to the other side of the ball. Okay. Um, Defensively on Monday night, you know that's that that carried the day. No, I mean, uh, oh, by the way, get you getting back real quick to offense. Red zone still a problem. Yep. And and, uh, third down, third down. They were three of eleven. Mock three of eleven. Just it's the same crap because they don't know what they're doing. So, but on the defense, how about wait a minute? Wait a minute. We'd be remiss before we go to defense. Yeah. Because you went crazy. The timeouts again. Well, I was going to talk about that in Coach's Corner. So hold that thought for one second, okay? We're okay. talking about the de- the defensive side of the ball. They had a good showing. They sacked they sacked um, Colt McCoy, who, you know, uh, Murray went out. I'm wondering what would happen in this game if Murray was in. But he went out in the third play of the game. You know, I hope he's okay. I mean, I know it's a torn ACL. Loads him the season. Terrible. Awful to see that non-contact injury. And you knew right away. I was there. And oh, when it's it. non-contact, you knew, that right? Was it, yeah. You know? Yeah. And – um. But Matt, but uh, Colt McCoy comes in. They sack him six times. Okay, um, talk about Uche, real quick, because he had Uche, three sacks again. Chris, Uche is climbing coming and coming and coming and climbing. And now. listen, and we talked about it, Chris. Next year he's going to be Judon, so you're going to have two beasts on the ends next year. And if you got a healthy Bonmore next year for yeah. sixteen games, you're going to have a a pretty formidable defensive line. Let me tell you something. But Uche, Chris, is doing – I got to give him credit. When he got drafted, everybody said he was a steal. And we we said, yeah, okay, here we go, another steal. What was he, second, third round? Third round? Yeah, yeah. And every, third, and we were like, round. yeah, okay, every time there's a steal, they never see the field. And, and he really yeah. didn't see the field. But this year, he, he, listen, he was a steal of the draft, I guess. He was yeah. one of the steals that draft because he he's – He's coming he's doing, on. He's doing great. I think he's got 11, 11 sacks now. Judon's got 14 and a half, yeah. um, one behind the leader. Chris, well, although Uche, most will play the other night, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. And Chris, Uche, even when he's not getting the sack, Chris, is really forcing the pocket. And we talked about this earlier in the season when he didn't have any sacks yet. Yep. And we were like, but every week he's forcing the pocket and making the quarterback move, get uncomfortable. Yep. And he was helping other guys get sacks. Yeah, he helped out on the the one sack that um uh who got that sack? It was Lawrence got no uh Aquale. Ju, uh Junon and, and Uche were as responsible for Aquale's sack as, as anybody else. And you're right, and he's not playing behind the 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 quarterback either, where he gets too far upfield and the quarterback can duck underneath him. So they're doing a good job. And by the way, being there, Uche got held, uh not Uche, Junon gets held, grabbed, thrown. Man, if he wasn't, if they called this game properly and he wasn't held as much as he was, he would have had two more sacks easily because one of Uche's sacks would have been his because he was K-Yang. So the defensive front looks great. Bonmore may be coming back. That'll even better. Now, middle of the field seems to be, still seems to be the problem, right? Yeah, as, as, I mean, as it, always. We, we, we as just always, keep talking about that and talking about that, guys, gonna you know they they're dropping guys deep, 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 and they're dragging guys underneath. And Bentley and those you know, um, Lavi, when those guys can't, Tavi can't, they can't hang. 
So that still continues to be the problem. Now Jack Jones is out, or it looks like he may be out. It looks like um, he may be out, yeah. So that may be a problem coming and Mills, up. Mills looks like preview. he's going to be out, right? Mills is out too. So, yep. um, you know, again, banged up in the secondary. But um, so, but again, they're carrying the team right now because the offense yep. truly sucks. I mean, they, oh. you know, they get that scoop score and the whole – that changed the entire game. That changed the entire game. Absolutely, entire game. So, positively. So, listen, I want to get to – because we're running tight, and I want to get to Coach's Corner. And Sunday – for me, Sunday Stiff and Coach's Corner are kind of combined. I don't know about you, but <laughs> to me it's the same. <laughs> so, Joe, if we got Coach's Corner, let's get to it. Coach's Corner. Mark, I think defensively they're in pretty good shape. Talk about let's. I mean, it's oh, the offense. You know, let, I mean, we'll talk about the offense. Same, yeah, same offensively, week, Chris, right, they're just they're just in disarray. I mean, how else do you you talk about it? It's it, they're in disarray. It's 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 an unorganized mess. They don't know what. Listen, Chris. Here's my take, and we talked a little bit about this last week, but we didn't get into it a lot because we had a special guest last week. On offense, Chris, it's like they have no game plan. No, It's almost like they're just calling a collection of plays that have no fluency to it. No, There's no cohesiveness to it. There's no like plan of, hey, there's no strategy behind it. It's yeah. just... They're calling random plays, Chris, off the sheet. It's like he, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no game plan to what he's doing, Chris. That's what that's yeah. after by like the second quarter. You're like, Jesus Christ, this guy's just calling random plays. You don't know what the hell he's doing. It's, but this is every it's, week. It's every week. And all the and 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 when they're and when they're confused about something, and it looks like he's confused a lot. He's always shaking his head over there, looking at that Denny's menu. And like the freaking the lateral game, Mark, uh, I can't deal with it anymore. When I say lateral game, I'm talking about the every throw that's going sideways, yeah. the bubbles, the wide receiver screens, too many. There's just too much of that crap, too much. They just keep creeping up and creeping up and creeping up, and we don't have the damn receivers, or we don't think at the moment, to get off that kind of coverage to get yeah. open. I don't know if Thornton can because I don't know. they're not calling his number to do that ever. Yeah. So when they're running these kinds of plays, these lateral plays with the wrong personnel, it seems. Now it's just you. You were at the game live, Chris. So I know you didn't hear this. So so, hmm. Aikman and Joe Buck obviously do the Monday night games, and, and and believe me, I can't stand Joe Buck. But Aikman says in the second half there was one play where Thornton caught a ball, and. Aikman had watched him all night run some routes where I think he may have gotten open late in routes where Jones don't have time. And Aikman made it a point to say that this kid's got the potential to be a real good receiver in this league because I think he saw something watching that game and maybe watching some film. Yeah. But I just don't think the Patriots have a clue, Chris, on how to incorporate him into well, the game at all. No. No, they don't. I mean, you know, I would say for Aikman to say that, I mean, you know, they had to wake him up to say that. My yeah. God. You know what I mean? He's like the new Al Michaels. But uh, you know. friggin', yeah, you're right. And 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 I think he's raw. You could see his strides are an issue. He's got to work on his toe taps on the sideline a little bit. There was one yep. play, Thornton Court, where his stride went out of bounds too 
it was just too wide. So he's got footwork issues to work on, um, some of that bulking up. But, yeah, listen, no, they have no clue how to use him. And they don't know how, how to use Marcus Jones either. They put him in there on offense. They really don't know how to use him. No. You know, they don't they, – it's 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 complete dysfunction. Mark, again, I, t- I talked about the red zone numbers. Red zone, two for four again. You know, it just made it worse. The Cardinals were worse at one for three. You know, and we talked to Kyle Vandenbosch last week. We said these are two mirror images, um, these two teams of each other. But, Mark, third down efficiency, three of 11 again. Because when teams adjust – on the other side of the ball coaching, we don't have we don't have the brain power to do it. No. Nope. I can't even blame Patricia anymore. You just can't you can't even blame well, him. Chris, anymore. talk about the He's timeout. Drowning. Chris, talk about the timeout coming out of the, the half. Yeah, I mean, how do you okay? So you you come out of the half and before the third play, this is all you need to know. Before the third play of the second half, you call you had to call a timeout. Mac Jones was pissed. I mean, pissed off when that happened. Like, what are we doing? You don't know what the hell's going on. You're calling timeouts before the third play of the second. I mean, and I'm, and I'm that's why, and, and, and I wanted you to talk to bring that up because Chris, you're right. That tells you everything you need to know about yeah. this offensive coaching staff. <clears throat> that's, that's appalling. Absolutely. You got to see, see when they're coming together. Right. So Mac Jones is coming off the field and he doesn't hide his emotions. And you know what? I'm glad he does it. Good for him. He's I think he's just so frustrated. Chris, he don't even give a shit anymore. And Belichick, I'm watching Belichick on the sideline. He's by himself with papers, just <laughs> flipping papers, flipping. Off, they got to be offensive sheets. I mean, he's doing yeah. this when, Mark, I, I oh, don't yeah. think at this point he understands the new offenses in this league, like well, how to do it. You know, the coaching from a defensive standpoint. So, yeah, it, it's it's a problem. It's been a problem. We keep talking about it. And I didn't think it could get worse, but it does, Mark. It does. It continues to get worse. Every week it gets worse. It compounds weekly. It gets worse. And I'm going to tell you something, Chris. It's to the point this week where you're going up against somebody who knows you better than anybody in football. So offensively, yeah. better try to come up with something on offense this week because – and don't get me wrong, the Raiders' defense is not good, but it doesn't matter. He's going to know the play call before the ball snapped. Yeah, it's going to be – it may be ugly. You know, maybe ugly. So my, Because the coaching we're staff, struggling. We're struggling already, Chris, on offense. Never mind the fact you're going against a guy that's going to know the, call, the play call before you call it. Yeah. Just, just so, by looking at the formation. Yeah, and they're going to be that, – that's what's going to be happening. We're going to get to that right now um, after this break. My Sunday stiffs the coaching staff, Mark. You? Oh, I, I was just going to say the same thing. My Sunday stiff is the coaching staff. That offensive yeah. coaching staff is appalling. Appalling. So they're not they're not even worth playing the wash. Uh, they're not even worth playing the wash. They're that freaking bad. Okay. Uh, so our Sunday stiffs and that. So listen, the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post game show worth watching, was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. Hey, when we come back. We're going to preview that Patriots-Raiders game tomorrow as they stayed out west in Pat's preview right after this. 
that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with more Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. And so, listen, the uh, Patriots stayed on the road. Uh, they're in Vegas. They're going to take on the Raiders. And uh, we want to preview that game. Joe, are we ready? Four oh five Eastern kickoff time and uh, two oh five, my time, is going to be the kickoff time and they were flexed out. This is all you need to know about the New England Patriots, ladies and gentlemen. When is the last time the Patriots were pulled out of a night game? When it yeah, didn't have to bad. do when it didn't have to do with the other team. You know, the only time bad. that would ever happen is when the Patriots were so damn good they were going to kick the shit out of a team and then they pull them out of the slot. No, this was due to you. You're the reason this is getting pulled out, you know, because at least the Raiders are always a little bit relevant. You know, they they played okay in the last couple of weeks. The storylines, yeah, the Patriots are the reason this thing got yanked. Okay, yeah, oh, oh. absolutely. But they're in Vegas to take on the Raiders, and uh, as I said, four or five kickoff now. And uh, Mark, overall, you know, we we'll talk about our offense. Let's 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 talk about the offense. I mean. I'll get the keys to victory in a second, but are we going to be able to run the ball? You know, we got guys well, that may be out. How are we handling this? I'll tell you what, Chris, I think you're going to have to run the ball because I I, I just think he's going to I, – I know the rate of secondary is not good. However, I just think that McDaniels is going to know what you're running in the past game because your passing game is so goddamn simplistic, you're going to have to run the football, Chris, to win this game this week, and that's going to be one of my keys when we get to the keys, is running the football, because you're going to have to have a lot of short downs, third and two, third and one, third and three, to win this game, Chris. So you're, you're going to run the ball. And and listen, I know the Raiders up front, that's the strength of their defense, is the, is the yeah. middle of that line, right? That's their strength. However, we're going to have to, Chris, Establish the running game. Hopefully, Stevenson is can play, can give you some, you know, some some plays. If not, then Harris and Strong are, are going to have to show up, the rookies, because you got to run the ball. And the offensive line, the offensive, well, the offensive line, line, line is a given. Team. Yeah, they got to show up. Because look, their running game over the last several weeks, anything they got was due to Stevenson making it happen. I mean, it, it wasn't like there were big, wide, gaping holes opened up. Stevenson Chris, was making that stuff happen. And when you look at their running game the last couple of weeks, even last week, Strong had that one long run. You look at their overall yardage, Chris, half of it is usually like one run. And then 
The rest of it is is like nothing. So it, even the yardage they're getting is a little deceiving. Yeah. Well, I give the edge to the Raiders. I mean, they're ninth in the league, allowing 110 yards per game on the and and four 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 yards a carry. Um, you know, and they're doing it. Guy Nichols, Billings, Tillery. I mean, they're protecting their linebackers like Perryman, Masterson, and you know, of course, you got Crosby. We'll talk about that when we get to the pass in a second. But they're front playing really well against the run. So. You know what I mean? They may, and I think that's their game plan: force New England to throw the ball. Absolutely, absolutely. Because yeah. the worst thing that can happen in New England is for the Patriots, for the coaching staff to start, believe it or not, outthinking themselves. Now they're going to get too deep into it because now they're looking at McDaniel's. Well, we got to do different things. We got to do all kinds of different things. It may look like a frigging train wreck. It may look like a Chris. dumpster fire. If we're in third, if they start to try and, to think. Chris, if we're in third and sevens and third and eights, that's that's like that's bad for us because our offense isn't capable of doing that. Whenever we get in those situations, that's when we have major problems. No, they're always they're always third and eight. They're always third. They're third. I'm not even worried about third and eight. I'm worried about third and twelve, third and fifteen, second and fifteen, second and twenty because they're constantly playing behind a friggin' sticks because they get penalties, friggin' offsides, the the holding calls. It's disgusting what this offense is like. So, yeah, Mark, this may be turned into a dumpster fire on the offensive side of the ball. And as far as passing, this should be something we're able to do because the secondary isn't very good for the Raiders, is it? No, it's not. Chris, listen, if you can't get downfield this t- today, t- uh, Sunday, if you can't throw the ball downfield against that secondary Sunday, you might as well turn your keys in and close the doors and, and end the season yeah. Sunday night. Because this you this is a defense, Chris. You you absolutely should be able to go downfield. Well, if they don't if they don't win this game, you might as well, you're gonna close the doors and end the season and tie it all up because that that the playoffs are gone at that point. This is a must-win game for them. But yeah, yeah. Yasin, Hobbs, you know, Nate Hobbs, Sam Webb. Robertson, those are safeties, uh, Mooring and Harmon, Duran, our good friend Duran Harmon. You know, this is not a good secondary. And Yasin went out last week with a knee injury. Yeah, I don't so know. So we playing. don't know what his going to be like. So, yeah, you should be able to throw the ball down the field. You should be able to incorporate your tight ends, okay? Even with even with Walker out, you should be able to do it. They're not going to be able to do it, are they, Mark? I'm going to tell you something, Chris. How about Crosby? How are you going to deal with him? I was just going to say that. Never mind Crosby. What about I? I know he hasn't had a good season, but I'm going to tell you something. My one yeah. of my this week, our Chandler, good friend Chandler Jones will get two sacks this week too. Chandler mm-hmm. Jones will have two sacks this week because our offensive line is so bad. And they'll be doing stupid things like trying to put Hunter Henry on one of these guys coming yeah, off the that, edge yeah, instead of yeah. instead of using a tackle and chip both yep. chip with Hunter Henry. I, mean, I don't see that happening at all. Yeah, Crosby's got eleven and a half well, sacks. I, I was just going to say that, Chris. When's the last time you've seen two guys with a chip? <laughs> I don't see it in this offense. I see the I see the the running back stepping up to take somebody yeah. on, but I don't see a, a tight end being brought into chip or anything like that not happening. And on the other side of the ball, Mark, um, so we think it's going to, both of us, it's going to be pretty ugly on the offensive side. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be ugly. Chris, unless you can somehow establish the running game with this this – Horrible offensive line. I think it's going to be ugly. Is that your key to victory on offense? Yeah, my key to victory is you're going to have to run this football because that's going to open up that passing game and that downfield game. If you can run the ball, you can do play action, and then I think you'll be able to get that ball downfield. Well, my key to victory on offense is the coaching staff not – I can't even say overthinking because 
They know, can't think. A, what do you mean overthinking? <laughs> they can't think. Are you crazy? You know, feel like one of those scenes where just the head just goes boom, <laughs> explodes on the sideline because they don't know what the hell they're doing, and so they'll think them. They'll they'll not think themselves right into a freaking major dumpster fire. So on the other side of the ball, hey, look, you know, um, they could throw the ball. We have some issues in the secondary as far as you know, Mills is out and 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 maybe Jack Jones, who I think is one of the best corners. Um, and now you're dealing with Adams. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't I can't get I can't find this, but I'm not sure if Renfro Renfro and um and Waller, and Waller, the tight end. Yeah, I don't know if they're playing. You know, but they they can come back. I just don't know if they will. Now, Renfro's not the same guy that he was a year ago, even when he was playing this year. But against us, you know. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If Waller plays, they're going to kill us. If those guys are playing, Chris, I realize that they, that they haven't played as well as they've played in the past. But if they're playing. Underneath. Hmm. McDaniels is going to kill us. Underneath, you don't think he knows Bentley's a stiff? Of course oh, yeah. he does. You had Bentley trying to chase guys. It's actually Bentley. comical when you see him live too. When you're watching him run around on the field live, because I it's can't, I can't stand the play. You know, I don't like the, like the person. I don't like them as a player, and it's comical to watch. So yeah, the underneath for the Patriots against the Cardinals was just, just. It looked it looked like a, 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 a you know a freaking uh, a park where little kids would go play where it was just wide open for you to do anything. Nobody's there. Safeties and, are deep, deep, deep back. Nobody's underneath. And Chris, they're gonna I'm kill gonna us this. with their tight ends. Yeah. I'm gonna say this, Chris. Our defense played well Monday night, but I don't think anybody truly realizes. Well, I, I, you and I do, and I think people do realize, but how bad Arizona really is. Oh. The quarterback gets knocked out on the third play of the game. You bring in a guy that's, what, 36 years old, 37 years old, the backup quarterback. Yeah. Who didn't play right? bad. Didn't play bad. But Arizona, Chris, is a bad football team. Oh, their offensive okay? line sucks. Right? The, the so, so, you know, your defense looked good, but Jesus Christ. And I'm going to use Joe's favorite line. You were playing the little sisters of the poor. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, listen, and the coach, I, listen, I, I, we talked about we talked to Kyle Vandenbosch about Kingsbury last week a little bit. Yeah, that's I a think bad Kyle, coach, man. Listen, that's a terrible. I'm gonna say something to you. I think Kyle was kind. That dude's a opinion, terrible coach, man. Because I don't think he's a good coach. Going no. for it, they were one for four or five. Going on fourth down, they go for it on fourth and two. They could have kicked the field goal and stretched it to a nine point lead, and they don't do it. They yeah, don't, I don't think do he's it. A good coach. Well, well Kyle, in Kyle's defense, he did mention situational football was yeah. a problem, right? Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't, I don't necessarily know if Kingsbury is a, is a. He might be an. I, I don't know. I don't think he's an NFL head coach, Chris. In so in opinion. their passing game, in their passing game, you got to hope Carr becomes Carr a little bit and makes yeah. that mistake yep. that he loves to make. And sometimes, Chris, he sits in the pocket and allows himself to get sacked. Right. If that's the case, you could have seven, eight sacks Monday, uh, uh, Sunday. Right. And so we'll see. Maybe Bonmore makes an appearance and then gets that pass rush an extra boost. I don't know if they'll well, how put they Bonmore stop? on on the field, Chris. I think they're waiting to see if they win Sunday. Now you're eight and six. Yeah. Now you come home. Like, I think they're waiting to see, okay, if we got a shot to really make the playoffs, we'll put Bonmore back on the field. Otherwise, we'll just shelve him for the year. You know? And so, we're going to be able to stop Jacobs? Jesus Christ, Chris, I don't know. I, I, I Listen, James Conner had some bursts in that game Monday night. There was some openings there for Connor. 
Jacobs he hit the is edge. Gonna, the edge broke down against them, against him a little bit in that first it, it, quarter. And Jacobs will get the corner, Chris. That could be a problem. That that could very well be a problem. Yeah, to say nothing of what he can do up front in between tackles, too. And then when he if he gets through that A. So who do you think's got bounces. the advantage, Chris? If they're gonna try to run the ball, who's got the advantage? I still think we do. I still okay. think we do. I do. I, I, I okay. you know, I mean, you know, he's got, he's got good numbers, Jacobs. Yep. Um, the, and you know, I don't know why, because I think, I think McDaniels is salivating. I think he's sitting there so badly wanting to throw the, to, to expose the middle of that field. Like he's, he's going to, it's, he may outthink himself instead of, instead of establishing the run, get ahead of the Patriots. Cause they can't play from behind. He may and, abandon yeah. that run and really want to just kill them in the center of that field with the short passing game that he loves, right? And if Jack Jones and Mills aren't on the field, Chris, I think you're absolutely right. He's going to just – I think he's going to abandon the run and try to just exploit that middle of the field, especially without Jack Jones and, and Mills, and he might overthink it himself. You're right. Yeah, well, so – and to me, uh, you know, that's the key. The key to victory is – um uh, I, I don't even know on defense anymore. I mean, I would say control the middle of the field, but I don't think they're going to, but it is a key. It definitely is I think is a the key. key, Chris, for them, yeah, I think that's a key. But I also think, Chris, the key for the Patriots is get significant pressure off the edge. Yeah. Yep. And I, I will say this. If the Patriots win the game Sunday night, they'll have a Sunday afternoon, sacks. it's because they have five, a minimum, minimum five. Yeah. Minimum five sacks. It's what it's going to take. If it's, if it's under five sacks, they lost the game. It's going to be make, five or over. Take Derek Carr off his yep. off his spot. Make Key him have to throw five, the run. Chris. Yeah, because he'll do a lot of stupid things. And by the he way, will. the will. other key, play Marcus Jones in the secondary over Miles Bryant. Just make sure that happens. You know? Miles and, Bryant. Miles I mean, Bryant. Please, you know, yeah. so, so yeah, He's I like mean. A bad, uh, you know. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, who Who wins the game? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Vegas 27 13 Vegas Yeah, I got Vegas 30 to 20 Okay I think they're going to put up some numbers You know, and I think yeah. they're going to get ahead of the Patriots And never and never look back You know, and I think I think that's what's going to happen And they better win this But, Mark, but, but the Patriots better win this game because it's next week Cincinnati, and I'm not sure if that's going. Uh, well, Cincinnati and well, the only thing with Cincinnati, Chris, the only thing with Cincinnati is they got two receivers who are, I don't know if they're playing this week. If those receivers are out, you got a shot. If they show up with Boyd, Chase, and Higgins, you're dead. They'll, you well, are, the underneath, the middle of the field, you're, you'll be absolutely dead next week. But that's next week. Yeah, well, we'll give you our Pats Nation breakdown of that game and this one because we're going to take Christmas off. We're gonna come back on New Year's. We're gonna come back on New Year's Eve. Talk to you we're guys to, about yep. the Raiders, and we're gonna talk about the Bengals game, and then a look ahead to that my big, huge uh, Miami game at home. So, Pat's preview was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Hey, buckle up! When we come back, Tone's comments is next.
tune in to Special Sauce Podcast, wherever you podcast. What's your special sauce? Time for Katoon Last week, I talked about, I'm a traditionalist, and I talked about Thanksgiving and, and, and what happened to Thanksgiving and, and how things have changed. And, and, and I'm going to kind of continue, continue with that theme a little bit because, so when I say traditionalist, I don't agree with all this commercialization of, of what they've done. As soon as, you know, the holiday season hits, they, 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 it's commercialized. It's nuts. So you're sitting you're eating Thanksgiving dinner, and people are looking at their watches. They're rather than enjoying family, friends, great food, you know, a great drink, dessert. They're looking at their watches. Why are they looking at their watches on Thanksgiving? Not to watch the football game, because they want to go home and go rest and sleep. Why? Because of this idiotic Black Friday. They want to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and, and, and sit in a line to go buy a television. For what? To save $10? Are you kidding me? You're going to rush and ruin your Thanksgiving and for Black Friday so you can go sit in a line for a television. Are, are, they, are we sick as, as a society that this Black Friday has become more important than Thanksgiving itself? the commercialization of this Black Friday. They start advertising Black Friday after Labor Day. Black Friday sale. Black Friday sale. It's September. What Black Friday sale is going on in September? That's what I want to know. Now, you get done with Black Friday. They got Cyber Monday. Somebody tell me what the hell is Cyber Monday? I got nervous. I thought it was a terrorist attack. I heard Cyber Monday, Cyber Monday. I said, whoa, whoa what the hell's going on? I said, we, got, we better not leave the house. Cyber Monday is online sales. Everybody goes online, and they, they're going to get sales online. So what the hell's the difference? You got Black Friday. You're waiting in line at 2 o'clock in the morning. And then you got this Cyber Monday going on. So what? what what's, the, uh, what's the next thing? Kiss your ass Thursday. Go wait in line. You get your ass kissed on a Thursday. And you get a sale. Well, come up with some other scam to, to sell things. They commercialize this. It's crazy. You got people, they're in these stores. When I was a kid, you have the Christmas stockings. You put a couple of pieces of candy in the stocking. Maybe you put something else, a little, a little something in the stocking. People are walking around stores with $500 worth of stocking stuffers. What the hell are you doing with $500 full of stocking stuffers when the stocking is, is a little tiny thing? Well, what are you, are you kidding me? Really? What have we done with family? It's it's about family, friends, good good food, sharing laughs, memories. No, that's not what this is about anymore. We got Cyber Monday. What the hell is Cyber Monday? I was in a store this week. Yes, I forced myself to go to a store. They had oh boy, they had Valentine's Day. Oh, that was Valentine's Day. Are you kidding me? They don't commercialize Valentine's Day. Oh, 
It is appalling. I just want to sit home, go in a cave with a case of bourbon and lock myself and never come out. That's it. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Oh, 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 oh. oh my God. Merry Christmas, Mark. Mark, I, Mark I, I had to show up for Catone's comments, and I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I don't. <laughs> didn't expect you, Santa. I, I had to show up, Mark. I, I, I understand your displeasure with the commercialization of all Christmas and our wonderful time of year. And sometimes my elves are sitting there wondering what to do with themselves because of all these Cyber Mondays and Black Fridays. and and But they work in overtime because we start now in July. We start in July, Mark. But I have a special gift for you. There may be a case of something that will ease your burden and help your mind throughout this difficult holiday season that you seem to be having, Joseph. What do we got, Santa? <laughs> Joseph, you as well are going to be getting special, special gifts to deal with. I had to sit, put Corso aside for a moment and bring it in and talk about the special gifts you two are going to get. Mark, you'll have your bourbon. You'll be ready to go. And Joe, <laughs> no, no more mercury. <laughs> in retrograde all the electronics will work fine for the new year's <laughs> eve day show and santa wanted to be here for sunday for sunday spread hey. i have gifts i have gifts for everybody out there in in the in the pats nation in corso and catone nation i have lots of gifts for you mock's gonna help me as my helper and we're gonna give you sunday spread we're going to do that, but Katone, I'm, I'm told to read this. Catone's comments was presented by Studio 42 Designs. Mark, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I hope it's a merry one. I hope your next Catone's comments is full of joy and happiness. And maybe <laughs> a little bit of spirits, too. <laughs> oh, maybe. It better be. It better be, Santa Claus. It better be, Santa. Joseph, let's Santa, go to Santa, give me a winner. Give me a winner, Santa Claus. I need a winner. Well, step up to the sports book because Sunday spread is now. What are you writing now? Some working over here. You're talking about not just some working. That's why we are the real deal, New England Field. It's going to be real. Okay, Mr. Catone. Here we are at Sunday spread. We have gifts. We have. Yeah, for those of you, you have to tell the people that are listening on uh, iHeartRadio what you're seeing right now. He's Mr. He, he, Mr. Corso transformed himself into Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus, full-blown Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, Mark, Sunday spread. What? Give us pearls. Pearls, we need gifts. We have gifts for the people out there in the nation. I'm going to give you a gift this week. I'm going to give you a gift, and you're going to disagree, Santa Claus, but I'm going to give it to you even though you're going to say no. <laughs> the New York Jets minus one at home against Detroit. Detroit's coming out of the dome. The Jets. Yes, you're already shaking your head, Santa Claus. <laughs> I happen to have it on good authority 
I happen to have it on good authority that the, the head coach of the Detroit Lions, Campbell, Mr. Campbell, he's been very good this season. He's been very good this second half of the season. He's going to be getting a lot of things, a lot of good things in his stocking, including a win against the Jets. I cannot bet against the Detroit Lions right now. Okay. They just win every single week. But is that your lock? That is my lock. Believe it or not, the New York Jets are my lock. I will say this. Mock, Mock has had the locks all season long. They've they pretty much have all come out where Corso's locks haven't been that good. Well, haven't maybe been Santa Claus has a lock that can win. Santa. Santa has a lock. Santa has a lock. Pay, listen. Pay attention. <laughs> Santa's lock of the week is going to be the Buffalo Bills this evening taking on the Miami Dolphins at home. We're finally going to see Buffalo's offense. We're going to see them kicking on all cylinders, doing the things they do best. You're going to see Josh Allen, and I think they're going to run up the score. They're favored by seven points. I don't even care. I'm taking Buffalo. No matter the points, they're going to completely dismantle the Miami Dolphins tonight. Those, That's my lock of the week. And, Mark, I know that uh, – that Baltimore at Cleveland game, Baltimore is giving Cleveland two and a half points going yeah. on the road. I like Baltimore. Yeah. Who's who's quarterbacking? That should be it's not gonna be Jackson. Okay. It's not gonna yeah, be Jackson. That's a good Humphrey. play. That's good. Yeah, that's a good but one. I don't mind him at quarterback. I think Cleveland is dysfunctional too. I don't think there is I think they're worse right now with Watson in. in. You know, until yeah. he gets his footing back. And until so he on. gets his footing back. Yeah. You know what, though, Chris? You go to Cleveland and it's like you went, to, you go there to die. He may never get his footing over there. That's just a bottomless pit going to Cleveland, right? Oh. You know why I like my other pick? And you're going to hmm. question this one as well because I know that the, the home team has been playing well. But I like the Dallas Cowboys giving four points on the road against Jacksonville. Joseph, I think he's, I think he's dipping in. I think he's drinking the Christmas nog a little early. I think, he's, okay. I think he's dipping into the gift. Have you gotten the gift yet? I think you I have. I have not gotten the gift gotten yet. The gift on me. So uh, not terrible, not terrible. But looking at that Cincinnati-Tampa game. Please don't tell me you're going with Tampa Bay again. Every they, week you go with Tampa Bay, they lose. They're getting three and a half points at home. I spoke, I spoke to the little Tommy. I spoke to... I have magic. I spoke to little Tommy, who was very disheartened after the loss in the San Francisco. He went back to his hometown, thought he would have a lot of things. He ended up signing an interception ball for the linebacker on the on the San Francisco 49ers. What have we come to? Oh, my God. I think all his friends left the game early. That's not nice. But I think they bounced back at home. Okay. Getting three and a half points. If the line was three... I may think different, but because it's three and a half, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I'm going to put them together with the Buffalo Bills as a parlay and we all make money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, listen, Mr. Grinch, Mr. Grinch. I want to tell you something. If the two, if the receivers play for Cincinnati and all th and they're all on the field together, the three of them, Tampa Bay is going to get smoked. The secondary hasn't been that great. The secondary stinks. If, that hasn't been if, that great. 
that's a big if because I don't know what the status is of those receivers for Cincinnati. So, well, just remember, Cincinnati and Baltimore both need the game. They absolutely right. They're fighting. They're fighting for that AFC North division. So yeah. we'll we'll see what happens, gentlemen. Corso and Catone was presented by the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. <laughs> Make sure you tune in to Corso and Catone to hear the Pats Nation and all Corso and Catone's breakdowns. Listen to pearls from Mark. And uh, it's the holiday season, or I wouldn't be here. I'd look like a freak <laughs> if this were, if this were Jesus July. Jesus Christ! I'd look like more of a freak. If this were July, (laughs) (laughs) but it's the holiday and Corso and Catone are going to take a week off. Uh, Maybe even two. We'll see. Stay, pay attention. Tune in. It depends how much bourbon Santa sent. It's tune in, log in, make sure all the shows are up for you to watch. Make sure you get online. Give a thumbs up. Santa gives his stamp of approval to Corso and Catone. So make sure you log in, watch all the shows. Joel has something up letting you know our schedule. But we're going to come back 7 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. And uh, if we are here on New Year's Eve, we're going to break down the the Vegas game. And we're going to preview that, uh, that all-important New Year's Day Cincinnati game. Well, let's hope it's important for the New England Patriots. And uh, we'll have our fingers Corso and Catone will have their fingers on the pulse of what's happening with the Patriots, and we'll make sure we talk about that Miami game a little, just a little bit, because, again, very, very important. And come back. Santa will have more locks of the week, more picks for you in our Sunday spread. And listen, we'll listen to Mark. Make sure you listen to Mark's Sunday spread and call. We want to hear from you. 855-313-PATS, 855 855- 313-7287 in heated hotline. Leave us a message. So, gentlemen, both of you, thank you so much for all you do for the show. Joseph, Mark, to you and yours. You have a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful Happy New you Year. Too. I know I know you Mark's going to enjoy it. Yes, have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and Joe, and thanks for everything you guys do. You guys are the glue. I just show up and act like a lunatic. That's all I do. But... <laughs> Um, you guys are the glue, but also to the nation out there, to the to to, to the Pats Nation and Corsos and Catones fans. Um, you know, have a happy and safe holiday. And if you are gonna partake in some alcoholic beverage, please make sure you're not driving, you're at home, and you're safe. Every time you hear this noise, Mark Kraft's open another bottle of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> so to you and yours. I echo what Mark says. And Joseph. Happy holidays. You have a safe and happy holiday to you, your family, your friends, your loved ones. Be together. Take the week off from sports. We're taking it off to enjoy the holiday season. We hope you get. I know who's been naughty and nice out there. So I know what you're all getting. And let's hope you get everything that you wish. And come back to Corso and Catone. Let us know what you think. And we thank all of you. We are Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. Merry Christmas. See you next week. Bye, Corso and Catone on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you podcast. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, Corso and Catone, and catch the chaos at 7 p.m. on Saturday.